sometimes I, I get a little weary You're listening to the Egypt Pentecostal Broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. May God bless you.
good Lord walk beside me. Daddy never left me alone. He feeds me when I'm hungry. He cheers me when I'm sad. He's been the dearest friend that I've ever had. Cause he ain't ever threshold, if you want to say that, of getting what they need, but some way, somehow, they back up, get scared, doubt, fear, unbelief, whatever whatever it might be, I don't know what it might be, but they get discouraged. How many believes we can tonight? I believe that. We can. I know what the Bible says, that we can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us. But I get those words just kept coming over my mind that we can, and we are overcomers, like we say many times by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony tonight. The Bible says in Isaiah 41, verse 10, I may read different verses. We'll see which way the Lord will let me do this. The Bible says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Reading a story, I guess, is what the Lord brought me on this, and I'm going to end up talking a little bit about uh, Caleb and Joshua and about the promised land on the brink of going into the promised land, and I'll get into all that here in just a few minutes. Uh, but I was reading a story, I guess, this week about, uh, it was happening a long, this was several years ago. Uh, and don't, I didn't just said a businessman didn't even say the man's name, but he was offered a uh, a venture or a uh, an offer in a business to, to to I guess put money into it and get it started and all this. But to make a long story short, the 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 business that they was trying to get him to put money into or trying to get started ended up being McDonald's. Anybody heard of McDonald's? I think it, uh, it it's pretty it's pretty big uh, if you want to call it the Golden Arches or whatever it might be, but. I was looking upon that, and I thought many times that's the way we are with the Lord. And the, brought, the Lord brought me over this story about, uh, about Caleb and about Joshua and how they were standing there at the promised land. And by the Bible says that, that Caleb uh, stealed the people before Moses and said, and said, let us go once and possess it, 
The Bible says this, it's because we are able to overcome it. Now, I may do more teaching than preaching, but that would be all right tonight. It says, but the men went before them. There was other men there and said, but we are not able to go up against these people, for they are stronger than we. And I can read different things, and I'm going to read on more here. Just the Bible says that basically they saw men. They was of great stature. They was like giants, if you want to say it that way. On down in verse 33, it says, They saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come to the giants, and they were, they were on our sides, basically like as the grasshoppers, and as, as, we, as, we, as we were in their sight. So they was big men, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And, and they was at the brink. They was at the, they was at the point. They was at the threshold, if you want to say, of the blessing, if you want to call it that, the threshold of getting a breakthrough, the threshold of going into the promised land. And, of course, you've got one side saying we can. You've got one side saying we can't. Anybody been there before? And I, I was looking on this and thinking upon this tonight. And the Bible goes on to say that the Bible says it says it was a land flowing of milk and honey. And the Bible goes on down to say in verse 99, it says, only rebel not against the Lord and fear not. It says there at the end of that. I'm just skipping through a lot of this to get to where I want to go tonight. And a lot of times when we're trying to do something for the Lord, there's no ways. Can you say amen? A lot of times when we try to step out and, and, and challenge ourselves or won't dig deeper, if you want to say it that way, we need as much of the Lord as we can. Can you say amen? I, I know that I'm going to talk about some things that you may not, you may get uncomfortable with, but that would be all right anyway. We're, we're, we, we talk about things that's uncomfortable a lot of times anyway. The Bible says there in one place, and I'm just going to the base. I'm just going. I'm just going back over myself. That they were standing there on the brink of the promise, the brink of a blessing. They'd sent men out. They'd sent twelve scouts out. I believe the Bible says they was on the borderline of the promised land. They had the Bible. I think the Bible says there in one time they brought back a bunch of grapes, and it took two men, I guess, to to, to haul it back. I mean, it was a great, great. It was what they was looking for. It was the breakthrough. It was the blessing, if you want to say it that way. And a lot of times we get, uh, there's always a good side and a bad side. There was, a, there was Caleb and Joshua those that are trying to encourage and saying that we are able. We're able to overcome this. We, we can overcome tonight. And there's another side there that's always going to have doubt. They're going to have fear. They're going to have unbelief. And how many knows that we don't, should not have the doubt, fear, and unbelief in our mind? But we should have power and love and a sound mind. We need to have a made-up mind that when we start out for God that all things are possible. Can you say amen? But I know these doubt and fear that slips in all the believers' minds from time to time. Can I get an amen on that? There's things that creeps in our mind and tells us that we can't do this. And a lot of times uh, it is the noise of people. Can you say amen? It is the noise of saying, uh, how many knows we don't need to be around doubters? Can you say amen? We need to be about people that has an encouraging word that will say something to, to uplift, not to bring down, not to discouraged, not to, not, not, to, not to throw down. Can you say amen? It's a lot easier to catch flies with honey, can you say amen, than vinegar. Can you say amen? It's a lot easier to catch, to catch lost people of showing them love and compassion and, and stuff down inside our lives and to show them how we're going to down them and put them down and, and, and beat them with a stick and tell them they got to do this and got to do that. Can you say amen? So I look at this word tonight, and, and, I, and I wonder as I was looking at this word, and there's times in our life uh, that we get so close with the Lord. Anybody's been there before? You're, you're seeking after the Lord. You're growing. Uh, you're, you're, getting, you're getting stronger in the Lord. Uh, you're getting closer with the Lord. I want more of the Lord. How many, how many wants more of the Lord tonight? I need more of the Holy Ghost tonight. I need to be filled again. Well, I, I, need to be, I need to be rolled on the floor again. You say, man, might as well say it that way. Uh, I, but I, I, I long for that in my life, and I want that in my life. 
life, and I believe that is real in my life. But I think it was King Agrippa said, he said, thou almost persuaded me to be a Christian. I mean, I think that's what the Bible says. I'm just quoting some things here that's coming to my mind tonight. And there's a lot of things that comes our way, and we get opportunities that comes our way. And whether you know it or not, God wants to bless you. You say, man, God wants to help you and show you and give you every gift that he can possibly give you and bless you with. But a lot of times, we get like the people up to the promised land. We get to the point in our life. We've made it to the edge. We've made it to that breaking point, and we're out there. We're ready for that breakthrough. We're ready to go to that next step, that extra mile. And I'm glad there's people like Caleb and Joshua there that's ready to encourage. You say, man, but wherever time, the Bible says wherever good evil, the evil is, wherever good evil is always present. You say, man, there's always going to be somebody there to sow a little doubt, a little discord, a little fear, to put that little bug in your ear saying, well, you can't make it. You say, man, I talk to a lot of people, and you have too, and a lot of people are lost today because they've been told this and they've been told that. You say, man, it's a brother, I, I, I can't live it. And they'll sit right here in this church from time to time, and we'll preach to them, and they'll cry, and they'll sit there, and godly sorrow will set up on their heart, and they'll squeeze to the back of that seat. They're on the brink of a breakthrough, if you want to know what, the, what exactly is going on in their life. You say, man, they get so far with God. They're so close with God. God has broke them down. God is making them, them cry. There's, there's compassion in their life. They're sorry for what they want to do, but yet they're standing there right there on the brink of that promise, the brink of taking that step for God, but there's always somebody. Come on now. There's always somebody. There's always something that somebody said to them, you'll never make it, brother. Sister, you can't live it. You can't do it the way they do it. They'll expect too much out of you. You have to give too much up. It's right there in their ear talking to them the same way that these people was talking here. These people was about to get the blessing. It was about to go into the promised land that was flowing with milk and honey. It was, a, it was a wonderful place. You say, man, and that's what I'm saying tonight. I don't know where you're at tonight or where you're sitting out here tonight. If you're lost, if you're saved, if you're in a battle, if you're in a struggle, if you're on the brink of a breakthrough that you've got so far with God and you're kind of hung up. Am I getting a hung up spot? We don't know which way to go. We don't want to go backward. We want to go forward. I don't want to go to the right. I don't want to go to the left. I want to keep going to the cross of Calvary. You say, man, I want to keep pursuing and striving after everything that I know is right and I know is real. But I see that a lot of times in lost people's lives. They'll get so far. They'll get to the church house. And I'm glad of Brother King coming up here the other night and praying. I know he's maybe not understanding or not totally willing to give everything back to God the way that he had or the way that he needs to. But you know what I think a lot of it is? It's somebody or something has been sold in his ears, sold in his life, saying, Brother, you got to do this and you got to do that. The Bible tells me that if you'll believe in your heart and you'll confess with your mouth, it says you shall be saved. That's just why I'll take the Word of God over anybody's opinion any day of the week. You say, man, I'll take the Word of God over any preacher's ideas, thoughts, and minds. If it's the Word of God, don't back it up, then I don't need it in my life. You say, man, but I'm saying tonight, you may be on the, on the verge of that promise. You're ready to go into that next step with God. But I'm just saying tonight, and as many things that I look here, and I look back on my life as I was looking over some of this tonight, and come on, somebody say, We are able tonight, that we can. I don't need to hear the word I can't, because we can tonight. You say, Man, we are able to take the land. We're able to go and face the giants that comes into our life. I think they made a show one time of facing the giants. You know what? Anything that's worth 
worth pursuing is not going to come easy. You say, man, anything that you do for God and go for God and step out for God and try to do something for God, a lot, most of the time, honey, it's not going to be laid in your lap. You say, man, it's, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a fight. But I know God wants to bless you, but I'm saying tonight, this world out there wants to twist things around and tell you this and tell you that. But I want to take God at his word and believe his word and live by his word. Can I get an amen? But a lot of times we get so close. And he's been there. I get right on the verge of what I need. And then I start listening to other things. You say, man, the Bible tells her in one place, and I'm just going to talk. I'm just talking out the top of my head tonight. The Bible talks to her at one place. We know that we talk about a man that was a tax collector one time. And I believe Ashley Noel preached this message. I can't remember exactly who it was. But this the message come to my heart as I was looking over this today. The Bible says he was a man of little stature, a tax collector, probably somebody that cheated people and done people wrong and all this. But he heard that Jesus was passing by. And we know the story how it is. There was a crowd. There was a multitude. There was murmurings and all this stuff that was going on. They was sound. And I believe if they'd have seen that little man, I believe he had to go out and get up in that tree because he was a little a little short feller. You say, man. But if we'd have been down there where everybody else, they'd have probably looked at him and said, what are you doing here? You're a tax collector. You're nobody. What do you want from Jesus? You've cheated every one of us. He had to get past all the murmuring, all the complaining, all the things. Same his blind Bartimaeus sitting by the wayside begging. They told him to hold his peace. They murmured, complained. If he listened to the people all the time, he'd have never received his sight. But Zacchaeus went out and he climbed up in that old sycamore tree. And when he got out there, he got above the noise, if you want to say what I'm saying. He got above the things that everybody was talking about down here, all the crowd down here. There's times that we have to get in our prayer closet to hear from God. You say, man, there's times there's a place that we after me, take a trip out in the woods, honey, to an old stump somewhere. Like I said here one time, the old timers used to have my stump, honey, out in the woods. They go out in that woods. They keep that path as clean and as pure as it can, day in, day out, morning and evening. I come to tell you, honey, the generation that we're living in today, we've got the weeds grow up in our path, and we can't find our stumps anymore in the woods, honey. If we're going to have victory with God, we're going to have to have a prayer life. We're going to have to have a place that we set aside ourselves and call upon the one that cares for us and loves for us. It's time, honey, to get the weeds and the weed eaters on out and clear your path back to victory. If you want to know why you're in a drought today, if you want to know why that you're struggling today, that you're on the brink of a blessing, but you're standing there and you're listening to everybody else. Come on now. That's the same way with salvation. They listen to people and they talk them out of it. If you just listen to the voice of God, He'll tell you what to do. He'll bring you to an old time altar. He'll take you and He'll cleanse you. He'll wash you. How many members, honey, when you're praying for the baptism? Come on now. How many members when you're praying for that? I'm just talking tonight. How many members you're praying for the baptism of the Holy Ghost? I guess I prayed more at that time I ever prayed in my life. Anybody else been there? I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I'd go here and I'd go there. I'd look up, I'd look down, I'd walk. They'd shout all around me. You know what? I was on the verge of a breakthrough. I was on the verge of a blessing. But 
I'd want what? I'd listen to this in a while. And I'd listen to that in a while. And you know what? Sooner or later, I had to get away from the noise. Sooner or later, I had to get away from everybody's ideas and ideas and opinions. I've told you how I received the baptism. I woke up from a sleep, honey. And I woke up, when I woke up from that sleep, there wasn't nobody around me. There wasn't nobody patting me on the head. There wasn't nobody running me around the church and rolling me in the floor. And I'm not against all that. I'm just saying I got to the point. I got to the threshold. I got to the place that I was ready to receive that blessing. And when I woke up out of that sleep, you can call me whatever you want to call me. I know what happened to this old boy. I woke up and there was something coming out of my mouth that had never come out of my mouth before, honey. I'm talking about the blessing. I'm saying tonight, I've seen the Spirit of the Lord all the time. Granny Betty got on me one time, Daddy. I was over at Evans Chapel and I was just kind of getting used to this way, honey. I was just kind of getting broke in this way. And she looked at me one time. We were sitting over in the living room. She said, I can see the Lord moving all over you, but you just won't let go. You won't let go and let him have his way. And that's the way we are a lot of times. We're worried about what the murmuring and complaining. If they see me shout tonight, they're going to talk about me tomorrow. If they see me run tonight, well, sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so is going to talk about me. Might as well say amen. That's what's a lot of wrong with Egypt tonight. You might as well say amen. I'm going to preach on you tonight. That's why we are stuck in a rut and we can't get any further. We're stuck in the mud. We can't go forward. We can't go backward. We're ready to receive the blessing. We want the blessing. We want what God wants in store for us tonight. We want the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We want to shout. We want to run. We want to cry. But we're worried about what our neighbor's saying about us tomorrow. Is that all right? Might as well say amen. We get so close. <laughs> we get right up next to the far. Far. That's the way the mountain people call it. Far. We get right up to the far. And it gets too hot. <laughs> and we back up. We start going backwards. Come on now. Come on now. I'm just talk, I'm talking about myself tonight. That'd be all right. I'd get so close. I'd get in them prayer lines. I remember when I was lost. I'd, I'd hear this and I'd hear that. Lord be dealing with my heart, pulling on my heart, trying to get me to do this. I'd do everything I could to get that off of me, Brother Chris. I'd get pick up a baby. I'd pick up a soul book. I'd pick up whatever I've got to do to get that thing away from me. Because I didn't want to give up the lifestyle that I once had. Remember what I said? anything worth doing for God is usually going to be a challenge there's going to be something it's going to be a struggle it ain't going to be easy this world don't like our ways they don't like our thoughts our ideas they don't like our old black book honey that sets them straight and turns them away from their sin and their lifestyle and all the stuff that they think is right this world don't like to live righteous it don't like to live holy it don't like to live pure it don't like to live clean it likes to live any way it wants to and think it's going to heaven. I come to tell you, you've got to separate yourself from this ungodly world and come out from among it and be ye holy because he said he is holy. We get so close, but yet we're really so far. Might as well say amen. Come on, Egypt. I'm not, maybe I'm just talking to Egypt tonight. We get... We, want, we, we love to come to church. I guess some of us do. We love to sing. 
We'll cry a little bit. We'll pray a little bit. But there's more. You didn't hear me, did you? <laughs> Woo! It's more than just showing up. <laughs> it's more than just warming a pew. It's more than just singing. It's more than just being in attendance. You say, man, Granny jump on me. I'd be over and the Lord be moving on me. And Doug Parsons would be a patting on my head and patting on my back. I said, son, you're killing me. And he looked at me. And she said, honey, if you just let go, the Lord would use you and bless you. Little did I learn how the hard way, honey. I think it was one night. I don't remember. I missed, I missed preaching on myself tonight. I was on the threshold of a blessing. I was there. I'm glad. There was a Caleb and a Joshua. Can I call you and Travis Hicknot that? We come up and prayed for you one night, some word Evans Chapel. You can be my Caleb. Travis will be my Joshua. You know what? No doubt everybody said I was crazy. I was a fool. I'd left this and I'd left that. All I know is what my heart was telling me. And it was drawing me to the blessing. It was drawing me to a closer walk. It was drawing me to, to separate myself. To be more and more and more and more like him. And all of a sudden, I didn't realize it's going to happen that night. I didn't never shouted. I'd never done anything before like that. All I can remember is we started praying for you. And all I can remember is I picked myself up from under that front seat. All I know is from that moment on, ain't nobody got to tell me, honey, that this thing ain't real. And I'm saying tonight, there's times in your life, there's places in your life that you can get so far with God, but you back up. Oh, preacher, I'd like to shout. Block it out. You want to shout? Block it out. You want to run? Block it out. I don't care what they're saying about me anymore. I don't care what they're saying about anybody anymore. I go by that name over the door up there. That's what they call me. I'm Pentecostal. You say, man, if I'm going to be Pentecostal, if I'm going to preach Pentecostal, I might as well live Pentecostal. And we know what Pentecostal is. Pentecostal is just a name. I understand that. But that's what we use out there. That's what we go by. That's what we stand by. And yes, it ain't a popular word. Yes, it's a, it's a different way of life. It's a different lifestyle. It's a different worship service. And I understand all that. And I'm not just saying that they're the only way. And, uh, and all that stuff. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying uh, that's what we live by. And if we're going to live by that uh, and go with that over our door, uh, then we ought to start acting like that. How many amen? That'd be all right. Woo! How many has been standing in the prayer line before, honey? Now it's been a long, long Feel the Lord moving on you. You're right there. You're right there on the breakthrough. You're right there on the blessing. You're right there 
of what you're needing tonight. You're right there. But all of a sudden, a thought will come in your mind. Come on now, I'm preaching to somebody. Something will come in your mind that will distract you. It will get your mind off where it needs to be. You was focused when you come up here. You was, the Spirit of the Lord has come and it's hovered over you and it's standing over you and it's it's running up and down your back, running up and down your legs. It's got your hair sticking up. Anybody been there, Chris? I ain't got no hair. But I'm saying tonight, it's all over you. You say, man, and we get so close. Do we get scared? Come on now, I'm just talking. Do we get that close? You get consumed. It's almost like you're not, you're, you're not even yourself. Some of you looking like I'm crazy. I know. It's an out of body, if you want to say it. It's like you ain't even in your body. When the Lord shouts you real good. When he runs you real good. You're doing it for you even know what's going on. Say, man, you didn't act it out. You didn't have a, you didn't have it acted out on the so it wasn't on the it wasn't on the bulletin. We don't have to shout at 630. I get in trouble for that all the time. I need the blessing of God in my life. I want the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost. Come on, it's not it's okay to say that. I know they call it everything in the world now, but it's just the Holy Ghost. You say, man. We're from the mountains. We're going to talk like we're from the mountains. You say, man, I'm saying there's a place in our life. We can go deeper. We can have more. We can be submerged. We get so far and so close to God. We get, it's like we need, we need to get drowned. We need to get dunked under. We need to be submerged by the Holy Ghost. We need to have our minds, our hearts, and our souls surrounded around the God and Him alone. There is gifts in this. Come on. Are you afraid of it? The Bible talks about the word of wisdom, the, the, the word of knowledge, the gift of healing. Come on now. The miracles of prophesying. Help me. Tongues, interpretation of tongues, which we need more of. Can I get an amen? If you can Woo! see who I was before, I'm sure. 